You're listening to the premier home of motorsports for nearly two decades. The Race Central Radio Show. Back on ESPN Radio 1600. Look at him, look at him, look at him. Let's go racing drivers. It's going to be close right here at the line. He's got the inside. They touch once, twice. Oh, boy, here we go. This is going to be tight right here. Now, here is your host, one of the most respected motorsports voices in America, Motorsports Insider. How good with that? Yeah, what the heck? It's uh, a happy Fast Friday here on... Well, the premier home for all things motorsports. It is Race Central on the radio. I am Motorsports Insider Kurt Hansen. Great to be with you on... Well, not just a fast Friday, but a spectacular Friday here in the Mile High as uh, we're in a new new studio today, which is kind of exciting because, you know, if you ain't the lead dog, the view is always the same. And we uh, certainly are the lead dog when it comes to all things motorsports and car guy and gal related cool stuff and racecentralmedia.com, the website that makes you a smarter and a better motorsports fan is I getting STK, these... uh, these mics and this this studio is a little bit different, man. I'm freaking out over here. It's like, you know, I'm looking for the studio audience. It, uh, yeah, but uh, good to be with you. Beautiful day. A lot to get to. And uh, sorry, I was off last week. I was preempted by some st- silly stick and ball game. So back to the real thing uh, this weekend. As just about everybody is at it, and there's a lot of a lot of really good stories that we are going to meander. We'll get to as we meander through the program today. It, uh, wow. Uh, talk about a spectacular uh, Formula One season opener a week ago. Lots of fireworks, lots of, well, lots of barbs going back and forth, and the jabs, which is part of the psychological game of Formula One. And frankly, I love it. Uh, a lot of that going on in NASCAR right now. NHRA, uh, they're off this week, but they'll be back at it uh, just around the corner. IndyCar 2, terrific. Uh, that wasn't the season opener. That was in St. Petersburg. But what a race in Texas. I mean, you know, all my exes are in Texas. Kind of. Actually, two of them. Uh, that, that's a story for another outlet. But Roger, Sid's laughing. See, this it echoes in here. It's like cra- I can hear, like if there's a mouse in the corner, I can hear them nibbling on their their walnuts or whatever the heck it is. Uh, a lot different jam in here. But uh, we'll be back in our regular. Actually, I like this dude. I wouldn't mind the view's just a little bit different. It's kind of cool as we're here in the ivory tower. The Formerly heavily occupied our ivory tower. I'm not sure if that's ever going to come back because we have all learned and been trained and forced into or wanted to start working at home during the last couple of years. It, it's, it seems uh, a lot of good news going around, and that's very good. Certainly, uh, the crowds we saw in Phoenix a couple of weeks ago for the NHRA were incredible, and it looks like uh, uh, the same is going on. Uh, in the world of motorsport, a little bit of a, well, I mean, we'll get to it. My good friend Marshall Pruitt, who does a terrific podcast and writes for Racer Magazine, there were ones of people in the stands in Texas, which is interesting because that has always been an incredibly IndyCar-hungry marketplace. And Texas Motor Speedway, that's a place that you know, many of the drivers have confided, you know, directly to me personally that 
lot of them are, you know, they're not, it's not a popular place because the racing is always incredibly close. You saw that last weekend. It's, it's, yeah, it's just one of those kind of places. It's, uh, it begs for a lot of three, maybe four wide racing and a lot of very, very close quarters racing, which, you know, when you're going that fast, can, uh, you know, if football's a game of inches, IndyCar racing at uh, 220 miles an hour, Texas Motor Speedway, is, is you know, a game of micrometer uh, measurements. So, but good for Joseph Newgarden. Roger Penske starts the season off incredibly strong. He's two for two as his uh, youngster, the new driver in the camp, Scott McLaughlin, who came from Aussie V8 Supercars, a very, a series I am very much in love with, that Race Central TV wasn't that many years ago. We uh, we took the World Rally Championship from Speed TV, and the next year uh, usurped them for Aussie V8 Supercars, and both were incredibly popular platforms for Race Central TV. Still uh, the longest consistently running motorsports television show in the country, as this here radio show. And uh, so many people listen around the country and around the globe at racecentralmedia.com. It's like to say the website that makes you a smarter and better motorsports fan. You want to be sure and sign up for our newsletter because we got a lot of great events coming up this summer. And, of course, my uh, becoming very, very uh, uh, regionally popular and one of the biggest cars and coffee platforms in the state at the WeatherTech retail store in Broomfield, the second Saturday every month. I get emails all the time. When is it again? The second Saturday of every month. Oh, okay, yeah. It's, and usually I get those from people that have been at the event at the second Saturday of every month. It's just the way it rolls. It's, uh, yeah, we've all got a little brain fade going on. Um, NASCAR, we're going to do a, a, a local Joe segment today with a photo of Joe Starr from BigWestRacing.com, a very good site. As Joe was on the road the last two weeks, he went to Vegas, and he we talked to him. Actually, we didn't talk to him from Vegas. We talked to uh, uh, Rick Rosen, who will join us on the program today, a very large celebrity in the Vegas market. So we're going to get a heavy lean on NASCAR today, and also a little bit of what's going on uh, in the local market for uh, for motorsports. And I talked to uh, Sleepy Joe Bellum this morning from the BST Dirt Series, and and I had not heard this or seen this, so where have I been? But there's, there's some bill that's being presented um, in Congress that essentially in a roundabout way, is trying to abolish motorsports as we know it right now. I I don't believe that. But if Joe tells it, it's like if I read it on the Internet, it must be true, right? Or if I read it on uh, Snapchat or Instagram or any other stuff, it's got to be true. Maybe uh, SDK uh, can do a little bit of Googling back there. It, 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 Sid, if you could, this, this story allegedly about a, a bill in Congress that is they're 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 trying to basically what they're trying to make is everything electric which i mean it was a few years ago but robert Hyde on this program the many time funny car champion in the nhra we were talking about the the uh, the push for electric vehicles certainly in the automotive retail space in another few years you may not be able to buy a gas powered car and if you if you if you can it it might be prohibitively expensive so but uh, as Robert said, I said, Robert, you know, if here we go, drag racing, right? Mile High Nationals, funny cars, they roll into the lights. Staging lights, come on. They're off. Winner in the right-hand lane. 
drag racing and motorsports in general is the the massive sensory overload, the sights, the smells, the sounds, all the stuff that makes a little short hairs on the back of your neck stand up. And if they don't, you're probably not a racing fan. Could you imagine electric? And there's been conversations of it already. IndyCar, NASCAR. Can you imagine the Indy 500 with no noise? Except my cell phone. Yeah, Danica Patrick calling me again. I got I to gotta block her. It could have been Ashley Force. I don't know. Either one of them. Uh, but I, I mean, and we, we dealt with this with, with the Pikes Peak International Hill Climb quite a few years ago when the electric thing was becoming a thing. And it, because so many idiots uh, think it's really funny to, to run across the, uh, the road. Yeah, just 156 turns, a lot of them blind. That's a really good idea. Um, you know, AKA or a la World Rally Championship or Baja 1000, which I've done both. You know, people standing out in the middle of the road with their Kodak camera taking a picture of you, and they slap their hand against the mirror as you go by, and you break their hand, and the camera turns into a million pieces, and that was a really good idea. But they, I mean, it was really weird to watch cars go up the hill making no noise. It'd be like tuning in for two hours of your favorite motorsports show or sports talk show and nothing happens. I don't think that's going to fly. So what they had to do is they, they literally overnight uh, rigged the cars with like a siren. So every time an electric car would go up the hill and you couldn't see it, there was a siren. So you're like, here comes an ambulance. And no, but they had to put sirens on the cars, much like the early days of the Prius. People step off the curb in Santa Monica, you know, uh, jam into their tunes, all 420'd out or whatever, and uh, boom, they own a Prius, or a Prius owns them. So they started engineering noise into these cars, a lot of, and a lot of electric cars that I've had, and I'm going to review one today, one that I've fallen in love with, the Volkswagen ID4. Like when you put it in reverse, it makes uh, sounds like something I'd see from the twilight or hear from the twilight zone. It's really interesting. But there's no noise. Imagine racing with no noise at 303-844-3776. 303-844-3776. Actually, Sid, is that our number since we're here in the other studio today? It is still our number. Okay, well, uh, not that we're a caller-driven program, but I challenge you. Uh, just get your opinion at 303-844-3776 on racing with no noise. Wow. What a concept. Sounds like Congress is allegedly trying to make, you know, all this plug-in stuff. Wow. What, uh, what an interesting thing that would be. But anyway, it is what it is. We'll certainly, uh, we'll see if we can track that story down. Or if somebody out there knows of that story, maybe we'll effort Joe Bellum uh, after we, uh, we verify and vet the story. Hate to tell untruths on the radio, uh, but it's, it is what it is. Uh, Formula One, very interesting scenario going on right now as uh, the... Uh, the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix is going on, even though there's 
rebel attacks within six miles of the circuit. They blew up a fuel plant or something. We talk about fireworks. I mean, <laughs> you're going down the front stretch and you're talking to your, uh, uh, you know, your crew chief on the radio. And, uh, wow, look at that. Was that an Exocet missile? That's pretty cool. They go fast. You know, I, I, yikes. Uh, the Yemeni Houthi rebels took responsibility for an attack on the Aramco oil depot in the South Arabian city. Part of an ongoing war with the Saudi-led correlation. Now, if you look at all the Formula One races, you see Aramico banners all over the place. And if memory serves me correct, Aramico stands for some big uh, Saudi Arabian or Middle Eastern oil conglomerate that used to, uh, you know, take control of all that stuff and scare the hell out of us because gas prices were going to go, oh, like they are today. Yeah, filled up the car today, $52. Unbelievable. But it's a sign of the time. I've also been told that the, the, the race gas that uh, for the local guys used to cost five, six bucks a gallon is now $17 a gallon. So that could be an interesting story, too. I, you know, I'm open for all, all of it. We're going to talk to Photo Joe Star today from BigWestRacing.com. Talk a little NASCAR, do a little bit of local Joe segment. Also, Rick Rosen uh, from Las Vegas on uh, his thoughts and what's going on in the world of NASCAR. So, Kerry Hitt who, a long-time Trans Am driver, uh, Trans Am is uh, doing their thing this weekend. We'll talk to Kerry. Also, he designs the bodies that are running a lot of the Trans Am cars, which is pretty cool, and also the, the uh, Pikes Peak uh, winning, uh, Pikes Peak International Hill Climb winning car from a couple of years ago. So, very interesting uh, show. Uh, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna work it hard. A lot of NHRA, NASCAR, IndyCar, some IMSA stuff, and maybe your phone calls, too, at 303-844-3776. Got to welcome a, a new partner of the program. That's Cherry uh, Hills Dental Arts. Uh, terrific company with all the, the problems and issues I've had the last couple of years, uh, which I've really never gone into on the radio. But uh, trust your dental health and your dental maintenance to somebody that really cares and knows how to do it right. Trust me when I tell you uh so good stuff right there it's race central on the radio it's it's what we do every friday it's the drive race central to the radio from three to five also the ever popular podcast will be up on monday on fm 1043 the fan.com you can also listen to us uh, on the fan hd2 for your listening pleasure i'm the insider i see the kids here maybe your phone calls too but a great lineup today and racecentralmedia.com back after this it is Race Central on the radio. It is a drive in our new time from 3 to 5. But it's what we do every Friday here on the Blowtorch for Motorsports. It is, like I said, Race Central on the radio. Watch Race Central TV. It's a good one. Uh, our latest edition should be up on the website, racecentralmedia.com, very soon. You can also watch it on Denver Comcast and also on Amazon Prime, Roku, la di da di da And anywhere you can hear my voice in America, you can also watch Race Central TV. It's uh, check your local programmers for times and channels in your market, but easily easiest and easily found at racecentralmedia.com. So it's uh, back to the, the great state of Texas this weekend at Circuit of the Americas. I, I can remember a, a very good friend of mine and a, a guy I actually worked for for a while who ran, um, he used to be called the SECA World Challenge and became Pirelli World Challenge. He was involved with that project decades ago um and it uh it seemed like a quite a pipe dream way back in the day but boy did they pull it together 
it's a beautiful facility. I was there with uh, Trans Am a few years ago with the Stevens Miller guys. It's a it's an amazing place. Now, it can be kind of fickle because I've got some, you know, a lot of friends that have raced there professionally or amateurs or vintage racing or pro series, et cetera. And that place has a, I mean, the weather is very changeable. There's been many times where, like Formula One, the last year they were there, it was it literally was a monsoon. They were lucky to get the race in. And uh, you saw that with NASCAR last year. I mean, the when it rains there, I mean, I've seen, you know, gully washers here. And then, of course, your cars are floating away. But we need the moisture. Well, trust me, it, it can be arid there. When I was there with Trans Am, it, uh, I want to say it was 103 or 2 with like 91% humidity, much like it was when I was at uh, Virginia International Raceway a couple of years ago. So it can get, and we would run the TV truck, take our, our shirts off, hang them in front of the, uh, the, the, the blaster for the AC and the camera truck, and then grab another shirt and throw it on and go out. And it's like, it's like walking into a shower or into a sauna. So the weather can be very changeable there. Now, today, I, I believe it's, it's just fine. Last year, not so much. But it's, uh, the weather can change very quick there. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's the Gulf. Uh, you know, they had that little Katrina thing a few years ago, right? Yeah. But we'll keep our fingers crossed for this weekend. The, uh, the only way I can put it in what I've seen with NASCAR so far this year, and people are still talking about the, the well, we, we called it the bash after the clash at Podium Karting. And again, thank you so much to uh, Scott and Corey and everybody over at Podium Karting, and formerly Unser Karting, if you knew it by that name. Complete remodel, rebrand, refresh. It's 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 pretty cool place and i want to thank them again for hosting us for our 15th annual the bash after the clash uh sid the kid was there doing tv did a great job had a lot of really positive comments from some of our networks uh don't let that go to your head there kiddo but um yeah so but if you're if you're looking for an event corporate event private event birthday party whatever it may be uh reach out to them over there and tell them that uh, you heard me talking about them on the radio because that place is is totally badass. Uh, I've still got some passes. I may I may have to. I, I picked up the little guy AJ, our, our godson today, and um, we might have to take them, take him over there. Maybe because Sunday, I think Sunday morning, Saturday morning until eleven is all kid racing, and he's like me, he's crazy, so he'll, he'll be fine. Uh, but it's a pretty cool place. A podiumcarting.com. I didn't mean to get into that long drawn out segue, but. Uh, uh, People are still talking about the clash, and they should. And and they followed it up with a very exciting Daytona 500. And then Daniel Hamrick getting his first win after all the trials and tribulations that guy's been through. It's interesting to see the youngsters. Chase, uh, who's that Chase guy? Oh, that's right, Chase Elliott. Uh, awesome Bill from Dawsonville's uh, uh, little kid. Yeah, the, the series champion from two years ago. Uh Tough go for for him. Now, the Hendrick cars have been pretty strong. And uh, speaking of Hendrick, guys, not that I, you know, I'm very loosely formatted, I've been told. What a drive for Jimmy Johnson. Sixth at Texas, first time on a super speedway. That That is cojones strong. Uh, hashtag cojones strong. I'm going to throw that out there right now. 
because I've, I've said for people have asked me, well, you know, Danica went from Indy cars to, to cup cars and really didn't have much success. It's, it's like uh, going from vegan to, you know, eating raw steak or vice versa. It's, it's, it's a real, it's a thing, man. It's a big deal. But Jimmy didn't forget how to drive. And I've defended him. But it, it, I will admit this. I, I was surprised how slow the learning curve seemed to be curving. But holy cow. Now, maybe because he's had so much success in oval track racing, maybe the light bulb went off a little bit sooner on on the ovals, which he wasn't going to do and did not do initially. Guy drove a hell of a race. He was. It wasn't like he was just there at the end and won a fuel economy run or something. He ran the top 10 almost all day long and was really fighting for position every lap. Very impressive. Now, like I say, maybe the, uh, maybe the turn left light bulb's gone off sooner because he had so much experience in NASCAR with turning left and not so much right and left. He was okay on road courses, not, not great. So maybe that's not his thing. So how ironic if, if that team... They ran Jimmy on uh, temporaries and, and road courses, not on the ovals, and they brought in an oval driver. How interesting if that would flip itself and they keep Jimmy now for all the ovals and the Indy 500 this year and bring in, you know, uh, a hired gun for the road courses. And, and big props to Santino Ferrucci. He's, been a, he's become a great friend and, and a really good guest on this program. The dude, <laughs> I mean, uh, Jack Harvey has a big crash. Uh, doesn't get cleared to race. Santino's there. And this is why I've always said, and I, you know, sometimes to this day, if I'm going to a racetrack, I carry my Hans device, my helmet, my shoes. I mean, everything I would need to jump in a car because you just never know. Well, they go to Santino. They go, hey, uh, you curly-haired kid from Connecticut, you're really fast uh, and a badass on the ovals. Why don't you drive our car? He borrows dr- Jack's driver, driver's suit. And Cena, Santino's little. Jack's like... Big. So he, he gets a driver's suit, which is kind of swarmy, if you ask me. I mean, strange things happen in those suits. I'll leave it at that. And he jumps in and he drove it like it was stolen. But that's Santino Ferrucci. I, I, that, that guy, uh, I mean, rookie of the year at the Indy 500 a few years ago, I, I think still holds the record for the most cars ever passed in an Indy 500 since day one. Guy's got some stones. He can drive. He's he's trying the NASCAR Xfinity thing. I think last time we had him on, he was talking about his Xfinity ride. Uh, well, good good for him. It's, uh, I mean, IndyCar. The youngsters are really showing their medal now. Joseph Newgarden is no longer a youngster, but he is a couple time series champion and won the Indy Lights Championship. I want to say, my God, eight nine years ago. But uh, the the Sid the kids in IndyCars. And in NASCAR, and also in IMSA, and maybe a little bit in the NHRA. I don't know. We can talk about it. I've got a story I'm going to get to. You don't want to miss it. It'll be coming up after this on RaceCentralMedia.com. Uh, 29 minutes after the hour. Uh, 
Or as I like to say, as close as I can get to it, it is the premier home for motorsports. It is, well, it's the torch for motorsports. It's Race Central, the radio here on ESPN Radio every Friday afternoon. It's the drive from 3 to 5 and always streaming around the country and around the globe at racecentralmedia.com. If you are a, a regular and after 22 or 23 years in this market nationally and everything else, if you don't know I'm a big fan of Trans Am, then you haven't been listening very closely. And they're back at, uh, well, they're up their nasty tricks this weekend. And I, I, I just, I love talking Trans Am. I love the series. I was just mentioning the, uh, the you know, Coda event. I was at a few years ago shooting TV. And, and through uh, Jonathan Dimrock, uh, a good friend, a great PR guy, we uh, have an opportunity to talk to a guy that's actually got some Colorado ties in kind of a, a different way. He's Kerry Hit. He's driving in Trans Am. And Kerry, uh, I, I read your bio. My God, uh, you've been around this thing f- forever. Uh, it's been a long time. Yes. Hi. How are you doing, Kurt? I'm fantastic. Now, where you're not competing today, is that right? Or this weekend? I'm not. Yeah. No, I'm not. Uh, they're, they're running in Atlanta. I'm, I'm not there. Uh, I, I had a. Uh, had a little bit of surgery here a couple weeks ago, and uh, I'm taking uh, a couple weeks off before I get back in the car. But I'm planning to get back in, so looking forward to it. I'm available. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's thinking, what the hell did that guy just say? I do have an FIA grade C license from my Pro Atlantic Informative 3. I keep it current just because, as I was saying, as a driver, you take your helmet, you're, you're you know, much, much unlike Santino Ferrucci a week ago, jumps in Jack Harvey's car, you take your helmet, your driving suit, your gloves, your shoes, your, your underwear, your cons, because yep. you never know what's yep. going to happen. Never go to a track without it, right? Yeah, yeah that no. or a, a spare pair of underwear. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I've visited those stories before. I've told that on the air years ago. I will not revisit. How did you, I mean, because you're building, when I read your, your bio, um, and, and I'm, I've been a Trans Am fan from day one. I mean, my, my some of my mentors, well, when I started, started racing, Tom Gloy, Bob Lovenberg, Greg Pickett, uh, I mean, I can go on and on and on. Um it's it's just an a, an amazing series, and it's so nice to to see the rebirth and and what's going on. But uh, there's nothing like the sounds of a 750, 800 horsepower Trans Am car through the streets of Long Beach. I would love to see that happen. Oh, uh, Long Beach! I've never driven Long Beach, but it just looks like fun. Uh, I I have been running. I've been running since '82 uh, in Trans Am, and, and I've raced with all of the people that you've mentioned. And uh, it, it's just been a, a, a tremendous series, uh, longest road racing series uh, in, in America, maybe in the world, I guess. But um, the, the 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 cars are unbelievable. They, they are we're aiming to have them be the, the fastest closed body cars on the planet. Uh, they are now upwards of 850 horsepower. Uh, we've done a whole lot with aerodynamics to get them to stick to the ground a lot better. And uh, it, it is just uh, keeps getting better and better. We're talking to Kerry Hitt, Trans Am guy, also Hill Climb guy, Pike Speak International Hill Climb guy, which I'll get to that in a minute. But uh, Advanced Composite Products makes all the Trans Am bodies for the Camaro, the Challenger, the Mustang, the CTS, the C6. And, and I love it in your bio that your best customer is Tommy Dreezy. Tommy's a very, very good friend <laughs> because Tommy hasn't found anything he doesn't want to hit. So he's probably writing the checks for bodies all the time. Oh, well, I think uh, one year he was my top customer uh, oh, a year or two ago. But, uh, yeah, Tommy's a great guy, a one heck of a driver. I mean, he uh, he gets, gets real serious and gets really wound up when he gets in that car, and he's got one focus, and that's to take the checkered flag first. So 
sometimes I tell him he's his worst enemy because he just tries so hard that if he just wait a little bit, you know, he'd, he'd be okay. But uh, I'm, I'm not being critical of him. I, I'm saying all that affectionately. But yeah, uh, Tommy, uh, all he loves is one switch, and that's the red mist uh, switch, and that's on. about it. Yep, yep, yep. That's was that true. was that your that's body true. he set on fire a few years ago and he kept driving around waiting for it to go out and finally it did? Was that one of yours? Well, yeah, as a matter of fact, it's kind of, <laughs> you bring that up. Uh, a couple of years ago, a, a number of years ago, uh, well, in fact, a number of times as I've been running through the years, I've seen when one of these cars catches on fire. Uh, it's pretty much gone because started out they were made out of fiberglass and the resin that they used are polyester resin, which is a petrochemical a resin. And it, it burns uh, fiercely uh, and, and, and very hot. And it, I mean, the cars are, the, the cars are pretty much gone after that. So in, we went down to the carbon fiber and Kevlar and we are building, uh, uh, using a different materials on epoxy. And I had contacted uh, one of my, uh, my supplier and said, you know, we really need to do something Better than fire retardant because a fire retardant resin, okay, it, it'll burn when you have flame to it, but but it'll keep on it could keep on burning. Uh, doesn't burn as quickly as a polyester, but so we need a self extinguishing resin, and the guy came up with it. And uh, the guy's name is Roland Latham, and he does a tremendous job of it. We we started building all of the bodies that we were building with the um, with, with this new resin. And hadn't really said too much about it. I just told uh, uh, John Claggett from from Trans Am that that's what we're doing, and Aaron Caldwell, yeah. who's yeah, who's the, uh, the the chief tech guy. Told him we were doing this, and uh, and that was it. Nothing much happened. Uh, thank goodness, you know. So we get we get out to Mid Ohio, and apparently the the breather tube for the fuel tank came out of the body. Normally, it, it goes out in the tube and goes through the body and then just dumps in the track where there's extra fuel at the beginning of the race of the fuel while sloshing around a lot of time you being, being behind the car, you'll see it sloshing fuel. <laughs> and uh, what happened was the hose came out and the, the fuel started accumulating inside the car and they had titanium blocks on to keep the rub blocks, you know, to keep the composite body from wearing set off the sparks, set of off course. the fire. Yeah. And this thing started burning. And, and I hear Tommy in, in good old Tommy fashion says, I'm leading. I'm not coming in. So he, he just kept driving and driving. And any other material combination that we that we had, oh, the, the car would have caught fire. And, and I, I really worry about him, him getting out. As a matter of fact, what really keyed it off was you mentioned Greg Pickett. Uh, Greg Pickett was out at Mid-Ohio, ironically enough. And he blew an engine, had an oil fire. The car caught on fire. It was a Jaguar, caught on mm. fire and burned so quickly that that Greg almost didn't get out. Yikes! And and that that was what keyed it off. That was what started the thing. And there was a number of years before that. So anyway, Tommy kept driving around. The fuel burned off. The fire put itself out the way it was supposed to. I mean, the the the, the resin put itself out the way it was supposed to. And uh, Tommy went ahead and won the race. You, so I mean, he was the. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Sorry, Jonathan. I'm yeah, sorry, Kerry. He, he was the first. 
yeah, he was the first beneficiary of, of that. Uh, <laughs> I, love resin, you, so. I love your your line here. He treats the bodywork as a consumable. Oh my God! I think most of us at toilet paper falls into that role. Uh, you built and designed all the bodies for Tony Stewart and Ray Everham from SRX. Uh, built yeah, Alho Porsche nine sixty two cars. But how did you yep. get involved? Because I did uh, most of the media for the Pikes Peak International Hill Climb for over a decade. I was on the board for a decade. I did all the TV shows, yep. uh, Fan Fest. Yep. What year was that, and how did you get involved with that deal? Oh, gosh, you got to test my memory. I can't remember the year, but it, it was the year that Chevrolet ran that Vortex SUV and won with it. Mm, okay, I remember. And, okay, it was the the red and white striped car. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I got a call from, um, oh, boy, sometimes my brain just doesn't work. Um, it happens. Uh, Pratt & Miller, Gary Pratt. Oh, Gary yeah, Pratt sure, Pratt & Miller. Me. Yeah, I've heard of them. They're, they're, and, they might be successful someday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they do okay. They, yeah. they, they, they've done that two or three times. I understand. Yeah. But anyway, Gary called me and said, "Hey, Carrie, he said uh, we're we want to do an envoy uh, for this." He said, "You know, can you do a body?" I said, "Sure." I said, uh, um, "You know, I, I, what does it look like?" They said, "Well, it's kind of like a blazer, but it, it's got big wide fenders on. It's a little longer than a blazer." And I said, "What are the?" possibilities of getting one in here because it had just been introduced. I said, what are the possibilities of getting one in here? And I'll make a mold off of it and then we'll go ahead and build the parts. So I'm not sure what happened. Things got crossed up. But anyway, the, the car never showed up. And nice. I got a call from I got a call from Gary and he says, hey, he says, you know, we, we got about five weeks and we've got to have this body on here. I said, Gary, I never got I never got anything. I, you know, what should we do? I said, well, tell me again what it looks like. And he told me, he described what it was. I said, so you're telling me if I get a blazer and I extend it about six inches and we put flares on it, that that's basically what it is. He said, yeah, pretty much. I said, okay. So we went down and we rented a blazer and we brought it into the oh, shop boy. and we put up, we put about 20 coats of wax on it, something called PVA, which is polyvinyl alcohol, which is a spray on release to be able to pull the parts out and we literally made molds off of the car and made it and extended it and we made the pattern and we built the body and and it it came so close down to the wire that i was i was and that was back in the days before really before the email we were faxing pictures Mm. uh drawings with dimensions back and forth they were building all the bracketry to put the body on the car while we were trying to finish the body and I had one of the guys that worked for me, I didn't want to take a chance with a trucking company. So we loaded everything up in a trailer and uh, a fellow uh, named Rich Gong is no longer with us, unfortunately, but he drove it out there, drove all night, got out there, got there in the morning. He was waiting for them to come in. They pulled the body off. And by that night, I think it was, they had the body mounted on the car. Yikes. So it was, that was just kind of like down, down to the wire. You know, we, we had advanced composite products pride ourselves in, in doing things that, uh, you know, that aren't, aren't quite done. We kind of have a saying, the, the improbable we do right away. The impossible just takes a little bit longer. But 
we had uh, and th- that was one that was pretty close to impossible. We got it done. It was fun. Great story. And, I got, I, and it was successful. I got about mm-hmm. uh, 45 seconds left, but real quick. I, so I can't get to the Paul Newman story, which I, I, I've got great Newman stories, too. But uh, we'll, we'll figure that out down the road. But uh, Bridgehampton, I miss it much. Uh, racing on the island oh. was pretty cool in about 30 seconds uh, or less. Uh, why Bridgehampton? And then if you can, give me the elevator pitch on the great last lap story at Sebring. Oh, okay. Uh, we'll try it real quick. Uh, just, just Bridgehampton is, is tremendous. I mean, it, it's out, you know, uh, there's, there's vertical changes, elevation changes. Uh, it, it was a really fast track. You literally drive off the end of the world. Uh, and I once drove off the end of the world and then went the rest of it backwards down there. And, uh, but it was just a fun track. It was really great. The last lap at Sebring, uh, I was running. Uh, it was Kenny Bupp and I were just kind of neck and neck. We were in front of him. I came out of 17, and I slipped in some oil, and Kenny just got by me. I repassed him back in, into turn one, but they threw the checkered flag that lap. So Kenny won, and I'm happy because Kenny, Kenny's been around for a long time. Great guy, great driver, and uh, it, it worked out really well. So, Kerry, I, I, I can't tell you how much uh, I've enjoyed talking with you. I'm a, I'm a big uh, Trans Am fan, and, and obviously you have, uh, boy, certainly pedigree when it comes to not just Trans Am, but the bodies you're building at Advanced Composite Products and, and all the, the good stuff that you do. And uh, uh, what can I tell you? So when do you, when will, when's the next time you'll be back on track? Uh, probably, it'll probably be Lime Rock. Uh, uh, they've got the two, West, yeah, the two West Coast races. Which I really wanted to go. I love Laguna, and uh, another story about Laguna. But, but I love Laguna, and I wanted to run Sonoma. But uh, I, I think I better wait and just make sure everything is done correctly, and uh, you know, healed up well, and yeah. get back in the car and have fun again. Yeah, I've been going through two years of that myself. So I certainly, uh, I just got cleared. Actually, I, I held uh, the national Formula, Formula Atlantic lap record at Sonoma and Laguna. It was my home tracks back in the day, for about for a decade. Um, for each, I think, and when I, then I ran Champ Car Atlantics for a few years. So uh, I don't have any money, but we can put you on TV and just stick me in the car, and, I'll, you know, I'll just I, – I, I promise I'll just drive slow. <laughs> well, we, we, we need to meet at a track somewhere and then, then yeah. do that. Okay, and we'll at least, at least uh, okay. have a cold beer and tell each other stories, uh, you know, about when we went to different high schools together. Uh, that's Kerry yep. Hit right there. It's the company's advanced composite products. Uh, great. I could talk to you forever, and I want to thank Jonathan for connecting us. After he told me your story, I said, I'm like, let's get, let, let's do a hit with the Hitman, Mr. Kerry Hit. Kerry, good <laughs> luck. Heal up fast, and uh, hopefully we'll catch you around the track someday. I look forward to it, Kurt. Thank you, you so much. Have a Take great care. weekend. Heal Bye. quick and uh, go fast. Turn right and left. Carry hit right there. It is Race Central. It is the drive from 3 to 5 here on ESPN Radio and RaceCentralMedia.com. Uh, welcome aboard uh, our, our new, well, our newest uh, sponsor partner, Dental Arts of Cherry Hills. Check them out. And with everything I've gone through the last couple of years, I can't tell you how critical and important it is to have the right kind of people taking care of what's going on in your mouth. And I'll leave it at that. It's DentalArtsOfCherryHills.com. DentalArtsOfCherryHills.com. Tell them you heard us talking about them on the radio. It's DentalArtsOfCherryHills.com and Race Central Media. We're back, I think, after this. Home for motorsports for two decades. The blowtorch for motorsports on Race Central Radio. It fires me up, man. On ESPN Radio AM 1600. 
with award-winning host, Kurt Hansen. I don't think that's true at all. I, I, I can't believe they, they, people are that's, they're making that up. Uh, what can I say? What a beautiful day. What can I say? It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Uh, I'm a poet, and I don't know. It's the drive from 3 to 5. It is Ray Central on the radio. Uh, great to catch up with Kerry Hitt. His bio... I mean, we could have told Paul Newman stories till we fell off the chair and stuff. Uh, yeah, it's. I've been around this gig for a little while too. It's like it's like I make the joke. Uh, it's like old racing tires when you take them off the car. You know, you go to a racetrack and you you see them on on corners all bundled up. So us old race car drivers are like old race car tires. We really don't ever retire. Ha <laughs> ha! That's a joke. Uh, they just move us from corner to corner. <clears throat> anyway, just got a nice text from. Our good friends over at DreamCars, uh, DreamCars.com, a new uh, sponsor partner of the program, along with uh, Raul's Auto Upholstery. I've been using Raul's for years, and they do great job. And uh, STK, nice job on the uh, spots, too. Uh, Raul gets it. Uh, his work is incredible, and uh, it's seriously a price that really will embarrass. I, I talked to all of my other car guys. I like, oh, you got to go to this place, and it's like $5,000, and Raul does uh, work just as good, and it's pennies. Uh, so I, if you need upholstery, work on your boat, your RV, whatever, I would uh, check out Raul's Auto Upholstery. Auto and Boat Upholstery, It's uh, he does a good job. Anyway, Dream Cars, uh, you know, auction sites have become the, the, the thing over the past five or six years, a place to buy and sell cars. And if you are regular listeners, you heard SDK say, you know, I'm still very involved in that industry after 35 years. And what really got me going again was, was the, the relaunch of my uh, uh, Race Central Not Your Average Car Show, Car Show, Cars and Coffee, the second weekend, the second Saturday, I should say, every month at the WeatherTech campus in Broomfield. And uh, I got hooked up with Tom Curry when I was, uh, when I was selling my, my, my Falcon convertible. Now I have a 300-mile since full rotisserie restoration uh, triple black, uh, you know, 450 horse, 383, you know, blueprint, blueprinted and balanced uh, stroker motor in it. Uh, it's unbelievable. That That's up for sale, too. But uh, got to go racing, man, so I've got to sell some stuff. But I, Tom Curry reached out to me, and I started talking with him a few months ago. And these guys are a breath of fresh air. There's, you know, the bring it trailers and cars and bids and stuff, and they're now big corporate things and all they really care about is protecting their 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 average sales numbers and such they're not car guys they're 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 bean counters and frankly i've had my go around with both of them you know arguing like i'm talking to some sleazy car you know used car manager uh on my reserves and it takes forever to get a car listed and and they 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 play games be candid tom's a car guy he and his partner they started this you know they're car guys so they treat you like car guys you know, it takes days to get cars listed on Dream Cars, not weeks or months. They don't beat you up over your reserve. They'll tell you what they think it's worth. If you want to set a higher reserve, hey, that's, you know, your that's your gamble. Uh, but, it, but it's free. It doesn't cost anything to, to list a car and buyers right now. So you buy a car in Colorado, you pay your dealer markup fee. That's a whole lot more than 2%. Uh, uh, most other auction sites are charging 10, 15%. They're charging you listing fees. I mean, they're, it's just, it, they're charging you up the, the hoo-ha. Right now for Race Central fans, if you buy any car that's on Dream Cars, and I'm looking at a Stingray Coupe, an El Camino, they're red hot, a Chevy Camaro SS, Shelby GT500, Pontiac GTO, Cadillac Brits, Mazda Shanka, 
uh, Land Rover Defender. I mean, this site is really taking off. Uh, and right now, buy any car that's on Dream Cars, pay only a 2% fee. That's, that's less than you pay a Colorado dealer um, to buy something out of their inventory. 2%. That's nothing. But you got you to tell me you heard, oh, here's a Pontiac GTO. This must just have gone up on the site. 928 convertible, Buick Riviera, uh, Mustang Cobra convertible. I mean, they've got some a Grand Torino Sport. Hey, get off my lawn, dude. Uh, yeah, Ferrari Mondial, Quattro Valle, Vavole. Oh, my God. Uh, 2%. So support at dreamcars.com. That's support at dreamcars.com. That, that goes right to Tom Curry. He's the man. Deal direct with the boss. If you got something to sell, it's free. He'll have your car up on the site in days, not weeks or months. And it's no, you know, used car. So got to go check with the, as we used to call the, the car business, Gomer got to check. I got to go check with the manager. No, there's none of that BS. Support at dreamcars.com. Support at dreamcars.com. Check them out today. Email Tom. He's the man. Uh, buy anything on the site, and they got some good ones right now. Pay only 2%, which is by far the lowest fee uh, by maybe 10% in the industry out there. And if you want a list, they'll have your car up in days, not weeks or months or years. They have the auction site and traditional selling, too. It's uh, support at dreamcars.com, support at dreamcars.com. Uh, and seriously, if you anybody's looking for a spectacular uh, 68 uh, Blueprint Balance Stroker Motor 383 450 horse badass machine. Triple black is the color. You can reach out to me at, uh, well, you do it through Facebook. Uh, Facebook slash Kurt Hansen. Send me a message over there. Oh, uh, yeah, so more of this, this, um, man, I still, I can't believe that the, uh, the, the, the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix is going on, uh, and if you're if you watched last week, what a race! I mean, Red Bull looked very strong. Ferrari, unbelievable. Uh, you know, Ferrari goes one two. Charles Leclerc, Leclerc, easy for me to say with a broken jaw. That's why uh, you need the expert dental care. Seriously, seriously, don't go to some like I did. Uh, place I can't mention, uh, when it comes to your mouth, the mouth, it's the direct pipeline to your brain and your heart. And trust me, with all the agony and stuff I've gone through, five surgeries the last two years, uh, this guy is a godsend. DentalArchOfCherryHills.com. They do a Hollywood Smiles. They do everything. He's a prostodontist. I mean, this guy is the pro's pro. And reach out to him. Tell me you heard us talking about him on the radio. Uh yeah, I, I again. So I get back to this, the, the Formula One race, uh, great season opener, and Red Bull looking like they're going to go second and fourth, if I memory serves me correct. And they, both cars croak out in the last lap. Really weird stuff. Uh, the speculation was the rumor, and the rumor, rumor, and, and and hyperbole is much better than the truth. That the cars they ran them so they they short filled them on the last. Uh, uh, you know, they just didn't put enough gas in the car. Let's leave it at that. Hoping to run the car lighter. Because I, th- I believe a gallon of gas is worth like, you know, two or three pounds or something, which makes a big difference. And But no, they was, uh, and then they said it was fuel pump issues. Well, yeah, the fuel pumps, because the fuel is used to cool the pump. And when you're on a fuel, the pump overheats and stops the car. It's, it's yeah, it's kind of like. When Honda first came to IndyCars and Jimmy Vassar, uh, and they had a lot of blow-ups, 
leading the the, uh, the Monterey Grand Prix at Laguna Seca, blew up with like two laps to go and blew all the electrics off the car. Big blow up. And uh, Robin Miller went up to him and said, Jimmy, so we hear it was electrics. He goes, yeah, when the freaking motor blows up so big, it blows all the electrics off the car. It's an electrical problem. Uh, Chip Ganassi didn't like that much. That didn't gain Jimmy any points uh, with Chip or with Honda, but he did go on to win it a championship, I believe, the year later. But uh, anyway, so now it's, it's, is it, they're saying it's a, it was a vacuum problem. Yeah, when you suck all the gas out of the car and it goes, you got a vacuum problem. I don't know. We'll never find out the truth. But it's it's just good for fodder and, and all that stuff. But uh, so free practice three uh, starts in 16 minutes. Free practice two, Charles Leclerc, Max Verstappen, big shock there, right? Carlos Sainz, Sergio Perez, again, it's Ferrari and uh, Red Bull doing their thing. Uh, Lewis Hamilton, who lucked into a second-place finish at uh, the season opener, uh, is fifth. George Russell, actually, check that. Uh, yeah, like this sounds like the finishing order from, from a week ago. Uh, George Russell showing and proving that everybody was right. This guy's a monster talent. He's uh, Lewis Hamilton's new teammate over in Mercedes-Benz. This guy can get it done. Really get it done. So uh, it's Leclerc, Verstappen, Sainz, Perez, Hamilton, Russell, uh, Lando Norris, Esteban, Ocon, Valerie Botas, who's now with uh, a good team. Alfa Romeo, uh, Yuki Tassota, uh and Fernando Alonso's 11th. I got to go away. I see the kids giving me the, the get the hell out of here sign. It is Race Central on the radio. I know we've got a great, a great interview coming up in just a little bit. It is Race Central on the radio. We'll talk uh, NASCAR with Rick Rosen as we uh, meander our way into hour number two, the second hour of power. Hey, welcome. Dreamcars.com. Check them out today. Lowest buying fee in the marketplace. Support at dreamcars.com. Also, when it comes to uh, stuff in your mouth, don't mess around. Dental Arts of Cherry Hills. It's dentalartsofcherryhills.com. Also, Raul's Auto Upholstery. Actually, Auto Boat, Airplane. They get it all done. Raul's Auto Upholstery. What can I say? It's Race Central on the radio. And we'll be back after this. 